0: Firewalls protect computing devices from malicious traffic. Today we'll explain how they work and why you should use one on your computer. Welcome to Copec Explained Software, the podcast where we make computing intelligible.
1: This week, we're discussing firewalls. I feel like that's a term I hear a whole lot, but I don't actually know what it means. So what does a firewall mean?
0: A firewall is a piece of software or hardware that stands between the internet or the wider network and an individual computing device or a private network. The purpose of a firewall is to monitor traffic, restrict certain kinds of traffic, That could be malicious or could just be unwanted.
1: How does it know that traffic is malicious or unwanted?
0: Well there's a few different kinds of criteria that can be used to determine whether or not traffic is malicious or unwanted but the most simple is actually the port that the traffic is occurring on. Now we talked about ports in a prior episode called how does the internet work so I'm gonna put a link to that in the show notes but briefly a port is a particular doorway, we could say, for a certain protocol of internet traffic. And a protocol is like a language of communication between two computers so they can transmit information. For example, there's a protocol called HTTP for unencrypted web traffic. And the doorway that it goes through is port 80. So basically any computer connected to the internet is gonna wanna have port 80 open for incoming traffic because it's gonna wanna be able to receive web pages sent to it from web servers. So we want port 80 open. There's many different ports and most internet users are only gonna use a couple of them. For example, one they might not use is port 20. Port 20 is used for the protocol FTP called File Transfer Protocol. It used to be a pretty common protocol. Today, it's mainly just used by people who do web development, who want to upload some web assets to some web server. So your average internet user doesn't need to use FTP. Therefore, what a firewall can do is just say, I'm going to close port 20. That way, no traffic can go either way on port 20. Now, you might ask, if they're not going to use it anyway, why is it important that it's closed?
1: Why is it important that it's closed?
0: It's important that it's closed because people may use that port being open as a way in to do something malicious.
1: Like a hacker?
0: Like a hacker. So there's viruses that spread sometimes through open ports that are not being used. There are hackers who exploit open ports to get into a system. And if we just close it off, we're basically just sealing it off from anybody having any ability to go through it. So it makes sense if somebody's not going to use this port, and this port is often exploited by hackers, to just cut it off. Now, you might wonder, how can they exploit it? Well, of course, all software has bugs. And you might run, unbeknownst to you, some software on your computer that uses that port and maybe can be exploited. Sometimes people have FTP servers installed on their computer and they're not even aware of it, or sometimes they have malicious software installed that uses that port, purposely opens it so that it can spread itself. So the best thing to do if we know it's really not going to be used and we don't need it open is let's just close it off. So that's one way that firewalls protect us. They protect us by closing off unused ports but they can get more sophisticated than that because then they still have to have some ports open. Like for example, we need to have port 80 open because we need to have web traffic coming through. So what a advanced modern firewall can do is it can actually analyze some of the packets coming in and out through a particular port. It knows what they're supposed to look like and it knows that they're supposed to be rooted to certain specific applications. And for if you had traffic coming in on port 80 that didn't look like the HTTP protocol, and by the way, we talked about the HTTP protocol on a prior episode called How Does the Web Work? So I'll link to that in the show notes too. But if it saw some traffic coming in and it said, wow, this doesn't really look like HTTP traffic, why is it coming through port 80? It could potentially cut off those packets. It could either bounce them back or to even not tell the attacker that So the attacker doesn't even know that we're rejecting the packets. It can just silently drop them and protect you in that way so that you're never even interacting or your main system is never interacting with those packets. So it can analyze the packets. It knows what applications they should be routed to. And if not the right kind of packets are going through that port or the packets are going to an application that really shouldn't be receiving them, then it can shut them down. And so it can analyze packets and that's the advanced way that it can protect you. And it can also just close off ports, which is the more simple way that it can protect you as well.
1: Is this something that I need to turn on on my device or my computer or is this something that's built in?
0: Yeah, it's a great question. So if we go back historically to the 90s, for example, most firewalls were hardware firewalls. That means that there were dedicated devices that actually ran firewalls, and some of it was done in software on those devices, and sometimes there was even specialized hardware that knew how to monitor packets and switch on and off um, certain ports then in software. What's happened over time is it's really moved from being dedicated devices to being on individual machines. That doesn't mean that there's not still hardware devices that have firewalls built in. For example, uh, your If you have a router from your cable provider or your fiber provider for your internet, it probably has a built-in firewall. So you probably already have one. Sometimes it'll have an admin control panel that you can go and change the settings on. And we'll talk later about why you might actually want to change the settings. However, all modern operating systems usually come with firewall software bundled in. For example, Windows has had firewall software built in since Windows XP, and it's been turned on by default since Windows XP Service Pack 2, which came out in 2003. So if you're a Windows user today, then by default you have a firewall turned on unless you've specifically gone and turned it off. You might have even seen pop-ups before in Windows asking you if certain applications can have certain kinds of network access from the Windows firewall. So the Windows firewall is saying, hey, I detected This app wants to do some kind of network interaction. Are you sure you want to allow it? And oftentimes you say yes because there's something you wanted to do and you initiated it. But if you ever see one of those pop-ups and you didn't expect it, you might want to be kind of suspicious because that might mean that there's some nefarious software on your computer that's trying to make a network connection that really shouldn't be. And it could be because it's a bad piece of software and it wants to quote unquote phone home telling the person who set up that bad software or some server that's associated with that bad software, hey, I found somebody to take advantage of. Or it could just be that it's uh, a piece of software that is transmitting some data that includes your personal information, or it could, it could be perfectly innocent too. There's a lot of pieces of software that try to make network connections. Some of them might try them sometimes at inopportune times. So you do need to be acutely aware of what kind of software you're running and be really vigilant about those dialogues when you see them.
1: Don't just say yes, just because it popped up and looks official.
0: Right. Don't just automatically say yes. Think about it carefully. Think about what software you're running. Think about, did you expect this? Think about, did you take any actions in any piece of software that might have initiated this?
1: So you mentioned that we might want to go in and, and turn off a firewall for a specific port or a specific type of software. Can you talk about why one might want to do that?
0: Sure. It might be that your firewall is blocking certain ports that you actually really do want to have access to, and it just assumes that you're a lay person user who doesn't know what these ports are about. Let me give you an example. I used to play a lot of Age of Empires 2, I actually still do sometimes, and it uses some very high port numbers that most firewalls built into routers block by default. And so I remember back in the early OOS um, when I would play with my friends a lot online, I would have to go into the router and go and purposely say, hey, I want this port to be open. Don't just have it turned off because I actually want to play this game, and the game communicates over that port. Now, like I said, with modern software-based firewalls, they'll generally be able to just give you a pop-up, and you'll just be able to say, oh, that's fine. But back in the day when you had just these hardware-based firewalls, you had to be aware of this, and you'd have to actually go and manually open up the port. So hopefully most people don't have to deal with that today. Most software is smart enough that it knows how to root for you or give you an appropriate permission dialogue. But it could happen. It could happen that you have some software that wants to use some particular port. The firewall is turning it off or the firewall is analyzing the traffic and thinking it's malicious and it's really not malicious. And you have to go into the Windows Windows firewall settings or if you have a hardware-based firewall, you have to go into like its admin panel and you have to go and actually manually turn on a port because you know what you're doing. But if you don't know what you're doing, you probably shouldn't be doing that.
1: Is there a way to know which ports are being used in case we need to open them and aren't as sophisticated as a user, but actually need to do it?
0: Yeah, there's control panels and admin interfaces on both hardware-based firewalls and of course in Windows firewall as well. And you can go in and you can see what's actually being allowed and what's being restricted. And Windows Firewall also keeps a log and tells you about previous things that have happened. So you can, if you want to, you can go dive into that log and see what's happening when.
1: Firewalls are really essential pieces of software that keep us safe if we're interacting with the internet.
0: Right. It's really important that we actually have firewalls, and we should have them on by default. So it makes sense that the major operating system vendors started enabling them by default quite a while ago. You probably are actually protected by multiple firewalls. You probably have a firewall in your router that's protecting you. And then you also have a software based firewall in your computer as well. If you work in a corporation, you have a larger network probably. You have a private network within the corporation. And then you also have the wider internet that you connect to. There's firewalls protecting you both on your individual computers, like Windows Firewall. And then there's also firewalls actually where the private network meets the public network of the Internet. So sitting at that point where the two interface and protecting the entire network from outside traffic. And corporations will tend to use more sophisticated firewalls. Obviously, they have tighter security needs than your average home user. And so they'll have advanced firewall hardware and software that will be monitoring all the traffic coming in and out of their private network. So there's actually many degrees of firewalls. There's not just Windows firewall. There's not just simple firewalls on the router that came from your cable company. There's many levels of firewalls with many levels of security features, filtering features, advanced abilities to analyze packets.
1: Anything else we as computer users should know about firewalls?
0: I think it's not a bad idea to be aware of some of the common ports, things that probably you need to have open depending on what software you use. I mentioned earlier port 80, that's unencrypted web traffic, HTTP. There's also port 443, which is encrypted web traffic, which is what most web traffic is today, HTTPS. Those ports are probably going to be open for incoming traffic through your firewall. You would not want to have those closed unless you don't want to use the web at all. There's also some other really common uh, ports that you probably do want to have open for incoming traffic, such as port 110, which is POP3, and also port 143, which is Internet Message Access Protocol, also known as IMAP. And we talked about these two on a prior episode we did. That. I'll put in the show notes called How Does Email Work? But your email client, if you don't just use a web client like gmail.com, is going to use these ports for receiving your email. So don't be alarmed if you go into your firewall and port 110 and port 143 are open, as well as in fact port 25 for outgoing because port 25 is used for SMTP, which is for sending email out. But your average user, they're probably only gonna use those ports. They're probably just gonna use the ports for the web and the ports for email. So for your average user, those are the only ports that we would really expect to be open through the firewall. There's going to be some random other ports that your system might use, and Windows Firewall will be smart enough to have open, such as you might do file sharing from one computer to another. On Windows, that file sharing protocol is called SMB, and you're going to expect to have the ports for that open as well if you're doing some kind of file sharing. But what I'm talking about here is really just awareness, right? You should be aware of what kinds of internet traffic you're using on your computer. And if you have that awareness, then you'll be able to spot quickly when something's amiss, when there's a port that it's like, why should this port be open? Did something actually go? And I click some dialogue I shouldn't have to allow some kind of traffic. So just, you know, awareness and vigilance is kind of the key here. All right. Thanks for listening to us this week. Rebecca, how can people get in touch with us on Twitter?
1: We're at Kopec Explains, K-O-P-E-C-E-X-P-L-A-I-N-S.
0: Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.
1: Bye.